Fox News Media is celebrating Black History Month. And in focus this hour are the achievements and contributions of two important role models in the black community and America. Because as I always say, our history is shared. John Carlos won a bronze medal in the 200 meter race at the 1968 Olympics. During the medal ceremony, he famously raised his fist alongside teammate Tommy Smith. That black power salute is now one of the more iconic images in modern American history. John Carlos went on to become a professional football player, a high school track coach, and an activist. And he was awarded several honorary doctorates. Jack Brewer played four different teams in the NFL. After his retirement, he went on to become a successful businessman. And he supported President Trump, a member of Black Voices for Trump, and was involved in the Opportunity Zones project designed to reduce poverty and create jobs in communities of color. Both men join me now. And John and Jack, when people ask me how I want to recognize Black History Month on the Faulkner Focus, I say, watch the program today because I want to bring incredible icons of history to, together with those people who are working so hard in all communities uh, of color and outside of that. So that's why you guys are here together. I want to start with you, John. We had an incredible conversation leading up to this, and I asked, why did you raise your fist as you stood on that podium as a medal winner, and you said, I want you to know about the fist and what it represents. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. I would like to start off by saying our cause at the Olympic Games in 1968 was relative to humanity. We were concerned about humanity. We were concerned about the plight of those that was less fortunate, blacks in particular. So as we stated when we went to the games, we didn't control the media, the newspaper, the magazine, the TV. All we can control was the entity that we was involved in in the moment. And in that moment, we come together and say, here we are as five individuals in society. If one individual jumped and said, if I can move this pebble from one side of the road to the other, I can make a great advancement for humanity. He jumps down, he attempts to do it, he can't do it. Another one says, uh, you know, John, you, you, you got to put your hips into it. He jumps down. He can't do it. But at the end of the day, that five individuals realize when we come together as a power base, as unity, as one, we can not only move that pebble across the road, mm -hmm. but now we can move a mountain in terms of us coming together as human beings on this earth to resolve the issues that we have confronting us. That's what the fist was all about. The fist was about love. I love that. Absolutely. Thank you for showing that to us as well. Uh, Jack, you know, I, I want to get your perspective now on what you think is a myth buster with fact, because that's what I feel like John just did. People may have thought that that fist meant outrage or, or the opposite of, of the love that he was representing. What is something that you are doing or that you are witnessing now during Black History Month that also is fact over myth you know the fact of the matter is is most african americans whether they're marching for blm uh, whether they're in their churches praying over their congregations um, most folks understand the struggle like we understand the plight uh, but at the end of the day we want solutions um, there's so many uh, african americans that may not know exactly how to get it and how to find it and i think it goes back 
uh, to what John said is realizing what that plight really means. What does it actually uh, symbolize? Uh, and today in our society today, that symbolizes our educational gaps that we have, our children. Right now we talk about Black History Month, but you look over the course of time, uh, we've never been in a time like this where young black kids uh, are so uh, uneducated uh, when it comes to academic levels and reading proficiencies and math proficiency levels. And so we know that our, if our seed, if our, if our children uh, are hurting like that and are at that big of a disadvantage, we know that our history right now uh, needs some healing. Uh, because even when my folks grew up and um, probably your folks grew up, uh, education was the key to get out. Uh, and right now, these kids are just not get, not getting that. And so for me, uh, Black History Month reminds me of what really matters. And that's getting that foundation back to our people, uh, to young black folks. Uh, and that is something that all people, no matter what color you are, uh, should want the most underserved to be educated. All right. I asked both of you if there was anybody in your lives this month that you'd like to recognize. And you both gave me names of athletes. And I believe um, Jack Johnson was on your list. Can you just quickly tell me why that's important and how the athlete plays a role, John? Well, and I said Jack Johnson was one of many. I, I threw Jack Johnson out as an early individual. But I think Jack Johnson, along with Muhammad Ali, along with Kurt Flood, along with Paul Robeson, and on and on, Jackie Robinson, you know, uh, Tommy Smith, uh, Bill Russell. You know, it's so many black athletes that have been in the forefront relative to the issues that concern black people. We've always been there on the forefront to express our concerns. Yes, we are athletes. We might be treated a little better because we're that symbol of greatness. But there's so many in our communities that are not revered in that in that in that view. And we want to step up and speak for those that was voiceless. We've always done that. As I stated to you yesterday, I feel that athletics and arts are the sedatives of, for society. All right. It doesn't matter about what your race is or how much money you have in the bank or what type of job you have. When we come together as one to support a basketball team or football team. Uh, when we go to a jazz concert, we don't give a, a hoot about what your religion is. We're there to enjoy the moment. So this is why athletes feel that if, if I can be recognized as much as the president of the United States, I have a voice and I choose to use my voice to make some sort right. of parity among society. Jack, I want to give you a chance to you said Jim Brown. And I think we have some video of that just real quickly. Why? Because I think Jim, uh, one, he's he's living. And sometimes we have to celebrate uh, folks while they're here. Uh, and Jim Brown used his career uh, pre and post uh, to go out into the communities uh, and actually touch uh, the most underserved with his hands. And for me, he's always been uh, someone that I've looked up to uh, and try to model a lot of my life behind uh, using what God has given us through sports to be able to really serve our people, not talk about issues, not rah-rah about it, but actually go into the, the, the hood, go into the communities, go into the schools and do something about the issues that we see. John Carlos, an icon on that Olympic stand, and now we know that the fist was about love. Five people working together. Those fingers symbolize all of us, symbolize all of us working together toward love. And Jack Brewer, thank you so very much for leading us through 
uh, present and future. Jim Brown, as you say, is still here, and you are doing so much in our communities for kids as well. I thank you for yours, Jack. We'll be right back with Outnumbered after this. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.